This episode of Future Break is brought to you by Discord, the best way to keep the conversation going after the show. Join the Future Break server and you can see updates and even help contribute to the show. That's right. You can join us at discord.gg slash future break. That's again, discord.gg slash future break. We'll see you there. Hey, this is Serge. And I'm Peter. And you're listening to Future Break. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome to the Future Break podcast, part of the Podglomerate Network. And this is the podcast where we talk about emerging technology, human behavior, and what it all means for the future. And today, we're, ta- we're talking about Google I.O. 2018. What, uh, what is, what was, and... What is to come. And what could have been. <laughs> no kidding. Yes. It's a, it's a exciting, exciting conference that they had recently. Actually, as of our, as of our recording, they have one more day. So there's uh, <clears throat> still going on for it for one more day. Sindar Pichai gets up there and says, oh yeah, and one more thing. <laughs> I don't think that's their style, Peter. No, but I think he'd just be like... <laughs> Instead of doing that, he's like, oh, yeah, uh, and one, pauses, last thing. Um, (laughs) Well, they had some pretty sweet announcements this this time, and we thought, you know, why don't we break it down for for our our listeners and kind of talk through some of the the things that they announced and the implications. Um, Some pretty amazing things, actually, so... And uh, one one Apple has their developer conference WWDC. We'll probably do the same thing. Um, it's just good to good we've, to know. We've done this for both before. Yeah, so, we yeah. have totally. So um, yeah. So, but before we head into that, let's talk about the future newsflash. Starting off today, we've got tech uh, TechCrunch article that talks about Lyft. You know, Lyft, the taxi service like Uber. Um, they are actually working on a wait list for like unlimited rides. So a subscription. So you subscribe and you pay a, a flat fee and you can get all the lifts you <laughs> that you need. Um, apparently it's in moving stages now. So Wow. There you go. Mind blown, actually. I'm going to think about that. Okay. Yeah, feature of transportation right there. Wow. All right. Live streaming. We talked about this in one of our past episodes about TV specifically. But Ninja, who is becoming a very popular gamer just for the fact that he came seemingly to break records. <laughs> um, he <clears throat> he broke his old Twitch record. Mm-hmm. Um, again. I should say again. He did it. He, he broke the record. And what's probably more specific about this is the record that he broke, or the universally initially created this year, was with some celebrities, mm-hmm. and this one was not. So it was all just it's grassroots or whatever you want to call it. Just like yeah, it was a for- Fortnite. Everyone's doing. Yeah, Fortnite. everyone. It's, I mean, it was a big popular gaming thing. Yeah. So big gaming yeah. competition, but nonetheless, it just shows this is. This is staying. This is staying, man. It's only getting bigger. Yeah. 
Um, another big important thing happening today, um, the next couple of days, is the uh, senators are trying to force a vote on uh, the net neutrality. Remember that thing, mm-hmm. Peter? Boy. They're trying to force a vote to basically put that under a con- congressional review to try to un- repeal some of the unpopular uh, rules or parts of the, the new FCC's um, net neutrality push. Right. Yep. So, um, not sure that they have the votes for that, but uh, I'm glad they're trying. I'm glad they're, they keep trying to, to do stuff like that because, you know, it's it's important to have a neut- neutral net. That's that's what I think. So Interesting. We shall see. We shall see. Totally. All right. And lastly, just wanting to point out that as a advertiser, I'm beginning to feel like I'm noticing signs that Facebook is changing some stuff in the back end. Do so tell. Privacy Peter. may be. Is so privacy, privacy may be now? affecting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it important? Oh, just, it'll be there. How it'll you, be back in 30 days. How do you make money? Senator, we sell ads. We sell ads. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Zuckerberg. That's what I love about the show. Oh, great. So what are they doing, Peter? Well, I'll just say this much. Um, it seems like some of the interest, and this could be just something that would, would be complete, could be separate, but obviously it seems more of a, it doesn't mean necessarily completely a coincidence, but some things on people's interests that maybe you could target before are seemingly disappearing. Huh. So, uh, who knows? Maybe they'll be back, but. We shall see more, I guess, we right? We see. All right, and that's a wrap on the future news slash for this week. All right. I'm excited to talk about this. I am too. Uh, you know, you guys probably know from past episodes that Peter and I are both pretty heavily invested in the Apple ecosystem, right? I feel like it's one of the reasons why I have not actually bought a Google Home. Why? Because you're just invested in the... I mean, I'm invested in Apple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's hard to get out of that walled garden, isn't it? <laughs> it's, like, it's like... I know you can do cool things. Yeah. Alexa, I know you can do cool things, but... Uh, Spying on my kids is probably not one thing that I want Alexa to do, though. <laughs> you know? Just saying. Right. Anyways. Um, but we are definitely equal opportunity technologists, so... You know, when Google comes out with some cool stuff, we definitely want to talk about that because um, that's exactly what happened. So uh, just like all the other other major tech companies, um, Facebook had their F8 con- conference recently. Microsoft had Build. Uh, and then Google has their I.O., which is a annual conference where they really get to show off and talk about some of their new things that are coming down the road and, right. and stuff like that. So... Usually that's when they announce the new version of Android as well. And so they did that. We got Android P, P like Peter. There we go. <laughs> it's probably what it is. Um, and then a bunch of other stuff. So we wanted to take this episode and kind of dive into um, what they announced. So what are your thoughts? What's, what's There's one really cool thing we'll talk about here in a little bit, but... I think there's just some really nice tweaks that are coming to the Google services altogether. 
it's it's hard for me just not to come out with with uh, uh, an Android P. We're only on iOS eleven. <laughs> yeah. But, anyways, all right. So, kick things off. What are we, which? What are some of the stuff we liked? Is that what you want? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? What? Uh, so, I think the thing that I just struck my attention that was was interesting was uh, Waymo. Yeah, talk about that. Uh, a driverless car fleet that is going to be. Tested out in Phoenix. So, on one hand, there's the—I mean, so there's this part of me that thinks to myself, "This is really kind of cool that Google's doing this," and then it's kind of hitting me. It's like, "Oh my word, Google's doing this!" <laughs> um, because this is—I mean, this isn't Uber, this isn't mm-hmm. Elon's, you know, group or anything like that. This is a. You know, this this is a completely different thing. And now it's funny that we're talking. I'm talking about this just after you announced that concept of a flat fee for for Lyft for yeah. Lyft. Yeah, that I mean, they could try something like this at some point in time where they, I mean, they they literally say, and they want to be very, they make it clear to everybody, a car will pick you up with nobody in it. I mean, it's not, it's not, I don't, I feel like it's not a hypothetical anymore. And because I feel like, haven't we always talked about, and maybe this is just because it was in previous years and now it's actually 2018 and so it's actually here. But somehow I just kind of felt like, oh, you know, by 2020, maybe at the earliest or 2022, Mm -hmm. we're going to have this. Mm -hmm. It's 2018. Yeah. We've already beat it by two years. Right, right. Like I said, maybe I got those numbers wrong in my head, but somehow it just feels like it's here sooner than initially anticipated. Yeah. From yeah. a company that wasn't even Waymo. I mean, I've heard of them. I, and I knew, I think Google bought them, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So the, it started off with Google in 2009 and then they be, it became this, this, this experiment or this this product became Waymo in 2016. Okay, so it was Google. So it is Google, yeah. Okay, never mind. But 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 still, it's like Google is a software company that, right. that builds apps. But now they have this huge fleet of driverless, like literally driverless cars. It's it's just an interesting uh, take, or I guess they're kind of letting their roots down in a place where you you wouldn't think. A driverless or a company like like the size of Google or what they do uh, would would put their roots down, right? And I and I just don't know why I'm. I don't even completely know why I'm. It's it's hard for me to understand all <laughs> this, but because you're right, they're the driverless car. You're completely right. Who am I kidding? The driverless car thing was kind of Google's thing a little bit. Yeah, um, remember that like like uh, yeah, the Pixar we, looking car oh, that they had. Yeah, totally, just straight up yeah. alien ish. Right, right. Wow, I don't know. I I did think find it interesting. They kind of went through some of the things how the system does machine learning and you know learn different things like that. So, nonetheless, yeah. it's coming shortly, and there is a fleet of them, and they will be begin to be experimented on. Um, 
in in uh I want to say it was I want to say it was Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. Phoenix, yeah. Phoenix, yeah. Yeah. So one thing that I'm just pulling up from from the Twitter account of of Waymo is um they shared uh kind of before and after view of of Waymo self-driving in snow. So so these cars, I mean if you think about this, these cars have these uh computer vision, machine learning things, right? So that the the whole point is like the machine has to learn the obstacles that are in the way to avoid those obstacles. One of the things that we kind of don't think about is is snow. Right. Right. Snow is an obstacle, obviously, for the road, for the car, but for machine learning, that it could be like a false positive. Mm. And so what they've done is they've created, using the machine learning, they, they actually can filter out the noise in their sensors uh, that snow creates, so allowing for better driving and better, better visibility in uh, in bad weather. And so they showed a vision here, or if you, if you look at their Twitter account, they show like a um, a picture of a of a vehicle, and you can see like before they had you know maybe three or four different little points that they could see, and now with with the updates, you can see literally, oh, <laughs> you can literally see just all the snow around that vehicle. It's completely a point. Yeah, so there's like there's probably like hundreds of points now around that vehicle that you could see you know, snow depths even looks like. So there's some there's some wild stuff that they're doing with machine learning to to get applied to their um to their platform, to their driving platform. So yeah, lastly on that note, humans need not apply. Okay. All right. <laughs> well you know, I guess okay. I guess it makes sense. Apple is also doing the same thing. They're we don't really know what they're uh, specific goals are what what they want to do with their driverless or you know what what's some of the technology stuff that they're trying to do with um, computer vision and, and cars but they are definitely in that game too you know and they're trying to trying to get in there too so I don't know we'll see we'll see more there's a part of me wonders is is Google getting in being pinched a little bit because they are they're not a hardware company where obviously elon musk and tesla they build cars yeah that's yeah i mean they have automation but Mm -hmm. i mean right now you can put something on a on a car maybe and make it autonomous Mm -hmm. but they build a car that has an integrated it's built and in, yeah. Not to mention, you and I have talked about this, about like the semi. Mm-hmm. But each wheel is independent. <laughs> yeah. And so, therefore, that thing has more maneuverability than than yeah. just a regular car. Yeah. Or so some other company. Yeah. Currently, at least. But, yeah. Because Waymo, I think they're using like Chrysler vans, actually. So. Um, and so, they don't have maybe that deep of an access to like the root of the the car driving system itself versus like a Tesla, which Tesla can do whatever the heck they want to do. At the very minimum, they cannot have each wheel move independently. Yeah. Yeah. So. Good stuff. stuff. Um, 
the one feature that I thought was a kind of a cool um I never knew I needed this until I tried it thing. Um Gmail gets kind of a nice little uh little smart uh, smart compose feature. <laughs> um so this again uses machine learning. And before I go any further, let's let's just say Google is has become with with the announcements that they made here, they've become an AI first company. Oh, that's interesting you you phrase it like that, but right. yeah, I can see that. Mm-hmm. So instead of saying, "Oh, we're going to build these cool tools," and then we're going to, um, and then later on we'll add AI to it, it's like, no, we're actually going to build basically AI, and then we're going to you know package it into a nice tool or service or or whatever. We'll package it into the pixel. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're they're yeah. they're really every announcement had something to do with you know machine learning or. AI or some kind of a computer, I don't know, computer vision, it's stuff like that, that they're like just, okay, <laughs> well, they're really getting I, how should I say deep this? into it. They are an AI company, maybe primarily though, for the collection of data. Yes. <clears throat> yes, indeed. <laughs> For now, for their services, what which I do? am very grateful for. But yeah, what do they do with that data? Well, they, <laughs> they sell it to guys <laughs> like me. Um, yeah, that's that is and AI just helps with that so much. Well, yeah, it's 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 easy. It's easier for them to do that. Yeah, totally. Hey, well, okay. I'm all right. Now you finish. Your yeah, let me finish. Okay, so. Um, with Gmail, there's a new feature, and you can actually enable it today. If you go to like settings, and I think general settings, and like there's an experimental features um, toggle that you can turn on. But they're calling this uh, kind of a smart compose feature, where as you're typing, um, it'll predict using machine learning what you're typing, or look at what you're typing, and then predict the next couple, you know, words, for example. Right. So you can. Just hit tab and it'll auto complete that sentence for you. So you start typing, hey, how H O W, and then you put space, and then you'll see, like in, in light gray, you'll see, how's it going? Question mark. And if you like that, you just hit tab, done. Boom. Good to go. You're good to go. Kind of a cool feature. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I mean, I. But basically, ninety percent of my job requires me to write emails. Right, right, and so <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if this would get in the way or if this is like um, helpful. And on the surface level, like it seems, yeah, okay, like hey, how's it going? Or you know, you it can kind of like great thing. It seems like a great thing, but then it's like, oh, how far will it go? How far? How far will it learn me as a like a you know, as a project manager, like, will it learn what I'm, you know what I mean? Like, will it go further and learn the specific things that I'm talking about that deal with project management? Like, hey, I'd love your approval, uh, you know, and, and it'll just <laughs> fill it out. Like, oh, snap. <laughs> wow. I don't know. It's still experimental. So I'm guessing, I'm guessing everything, anything is open. There you go. 
that's just kind of how how I'm assuming that it, it'll work is basically anything is open. Um, well, like you said, experimental. We shall see how it goes. Either, either way, I think it's a cool idea. Like I said, though, I think at the end will be what do the users think. Yeah. Um, Google Photos. I'm going to do a little mix with this with apps, maps, just to kind of keep sure. things going a little bit. Sure. Trying to get to the big thing, but so <laughs> way to tease it, Peter. Google Google Photos. Okay, all right. Let's uh, let's make it even better for you because you know helping helping make your pictures clear helps us even understand what's mm-hmm. more clear in the pictures. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, Google Photos, they've done some really... I will say this. I, I, I like the fact of the concept of, I mean, some really good even touch-ups. I mean, touch-up things on there that will really make things good for the consumer. Yeah. I think I think it's really nice. So, like, one, one thing that I saw was if you take a photo that's underexposed, so yeah. it's too dark... Google Photos will automatically realize that and and offer you a one tap uh, fix. You can just say fix brightness, and you tap it, and just boom, the AI does it for you. <laughs> Another one was what I thought was really cool is the colorization. I don't know if you want to if you're going to talk about oh, that. Did uh, you see that? Of like older photos, yeah, photos, right? You upload a photo like maybe from you know back back in the days when we had manual cameras and film and stuff, you upload one of those to your Google Photos account and you can colorize it. And I know that's like an art because, you know, you have to, there's a lot of, I follow some Instagrammers that are doing that, like they colorize history and it's it's really cool to see like the before and after, the black and white and and the color just, just adds another dimension to it. But with this, it's like everyone can have that. You don't need a, hire a color artist or whatever they they call themselves to do it so everyone can have it <laughs> that's i like how you say that though colorize history yeah you and i are history buffs fans at the very little history is a lot more colorful than we think yeah we so, remember it in black and white but it was very colorful yeah <laughs> well there's that country song should have seen it in color. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, all right. Well, okay. Yes. Then this ties in with the Google Maps. Um, you can pull up the camera app, and it will literally start, essentially it's augmented reality. Yeah. It comes yeah. down to. And it'll start giving you directions to where you need to go. And I, I don't know. I'm just, it's a, cool, it's a cool idea. So, like, as you're as you're looking at the phone, It'll give you like, hey, you're walking down the street. It'll right. show like red turn signs for yeah. you on the next, you know, next intersection or whatever, right? Yeah, that that just show up on the camera. <laughs> for sure, reminds me of Crazy Taxi. Have you ever played that? <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're driving a taxi, oh, and then there's the yeah, and it'll show you like turn left, you know, just huge. You know what? You're right. It's very video gameish, doesn't it? It's it's got that yeah look to it. <laughs> Yeah. It's crazy taxi for real life. Yeah. We just totally dated ourselves. With we totally crazy dated taxi, ourselves. But, but yeah, no, it, it, that's what it looks like. That's a great example. It looks mm-hmm. like somebody threw a little bit of a video game arrows inside mm-hmm. of the world that you're looking at. That's exactly. a great, that's a great, great visualization. Okay. Yeah, that's exactly it. So, 
Um, before we uh, before we go into the next one, let's just talk about Android P real quick. Yeah. Um, there's a few things that I think are are worth mentioning at this point, and, and this is still a beta, so we're still don't know you know a lot a whole lot of stuff that'll come down. But one of the big things that I saw first time I looked at Android P, gee, I've seen this before somewhere, Peter. <laughs> Yeah. This looks familiar. <laughs> um so they've they are moving towards a more swipe gesture based interface. So meaning you don't have to you know, Android has like the back button, the menu or whatever. They're moving towards a swipe based interface kind of like the iPhone iPhone ten. And by kind of I mean a lot like the iPhone ten. Right. So um, they've moved, they have a now, what is it like a notch or what is it? What do you call it? That, the, the, the software button basically at, on an iPhone 10 that has, that lets you swipe up from any app to close oh, it. Yeah. That's now available on Android P. So <laughs> it's just a, con- again, the convergence of some of these software operating systems and kind of letting them look alike is 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 accelerating. Yeah. But we all, we both know that in a few months we're going to start getting a glimpse of what's coming down the pipeline for Apple. Oh, totally. Totally. So But it's just interesting that <clears throat> it's like, oh, okay, there's definitely some Apple-esque features that I've seen being announced with Android P. Right, and I think I I will give some credit. I mean, credit. I will acknowledge the fact that when you're you're when you're a mobile phone developer, I mean, if your competition does something that you, the consumer wants, you kind of have to address that. Yeah, totally. Yep. Like if it's like almost like becoming a requirement, which I'm not sure that this is, but anyways, a feature request. I mean, listen, you got to listen to them. And they're your buying base, so yeah, yeah. So, like another another perfect example again. Where have I seen this before? Is screenshot editing. You take a screenshot, and you're displayed almost identically what what Apple does. Yeah, that looks, on their that screen. looks I mean, exactly, identical. doesn't it? That does look almost <laughs> I- completely identical. Well, and that's fine, but you know, Google's definitely pushing the boundaries, and this is a this is kind of a really cool features. Um, they've introduced something called, uh, slices. Um, I think it's called slices. Yeah. Um, and what this does is let's, you know, not only are there, are they predicting what app you're going to use next, but now these apps can use these intelligent slices to say, you know, instead of saying, well, I need to, I'm going to use my, you know, let's say my Strava app to track my bike oh, ride that's yeah. coming up because i always take a bike ride at this time that's a cool app right yep. it'll actually show you um it'll just say start workout and it'll show you that that button basically on the home screen and you don't have to open the strava app you don't have to do it you just hit start workout and you're ready to go which is kind of cool i like that i like the the ability to to know you and to learn you in that way. Right. 
it's creepy too because it's like, well, am I really that that much of a creature of habit here? You know. But also, it it's it's kind of nice to see that, you know, there's just these little tweaks that are being made continuously that, you know, my phone kind of knows me right pretty well completely. So that was uh that's some of the some of the features in Android P. You know, other things like uh, they're having uh, a way to kind of put time limits on apps. You know, some of this stuff that uh, you can do with, um, you know, restrict, restricting access, things like that. Right. So notification changes as well. Um, they have kind of this uh, new um, way to preview apps. Again, very similar to Apple. So as you, you know, as you double click on your home button you can see all the apps lined up in a nice cool way and something like that is very is coming to android p as well so <laughs> is coming well it's it's already going by it on apple but yeah yeah but no no i think i think these those are all fantastic things so and one last thing that i that i thought was was kind of a nice little it's a just a nice little addition is if you take your phone and place it upside down, let's say on the coffee table or whatever, right. you know, it'll actually do um, a kind of a mute notifications thing. So if you place it upside down, oh, that is cool. Yeah, it, it you know if you get a call or a text, it'll just do a do not disturb. Yeah, silent uh, silence kind of mode. So that's that's actually a really cool feature. I'd w- I'd love to see something like that in an iPhone. I completely agree. Completely agree. So. All right. Well, before we jump into the last thing, here's a word from our sponsors. Future Break is brought to you by Discord, one of our favorite new apps. Absolutely. So, um, you guys get to hear us every two weeks, right? Exactly. But Peter and I are actually pretty active on Discord, which is a a tool that you can use to basically keep the conversation going. Um, so you, we created a, a server on Future on Discord called Future Break, and you can log in there. You can jump in and look at all the conversation we're having. We're having some really interesting discussions actually on <laughs> on Discord, and so we'd love to have you be a part of that too. Um, can you tell them how to get it there, Peter? Yes. You can head over to Discord. Well, first of all, you'll need to get the app. Yeah. Right? Um, so you go and get the app. You can download it on the well platform of your preference. Yeah, pretty much anything. Pretty much everything like that. And it's discord.gg. And now I'm... F- slash future break. Why can't I find that? Is it just <laughs> slash future break? Yeah. It is. Okay, yes. <laughs> Good heavens. Yeah, so forward slash future break. Hop in there. And talk to us. Um, and like Serge, Serge brings it up. This is where we're talking about things. Quite frankly, this is where we're getting ideas for the show Absolutely. as well. So you can have a direct impact on us actually. Either giving you at minimum a shout out, if not probably potentially even have an episode around the topic that you would like us to talk about. Yeah, totally. We've, we've seen a lot of really good um, suggestions and, and things that... Uh, we're going to be talking about so um again that's discord.gg slash future break 
please join us. We'd love to love to connect on that. Yeah, and by all means, since these guys are a sponsor of a show and we like them, we want to very make, make it very clear. You should try this out yourself. Absolutely. Um, go and sign up. You can create a little room like we have. Pull up a server, as they would say, right? Yep. And uh, try it out for yourself. So, anyways, once again, check us out at discord.gg forward slash future break. All right. Let's hop into this, Serge. <laughs> this is what you would probably say. Here's one more thing. Here's one more thing. But not really. This was kind of the show stealer, I would say. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So Google has this thing. They call it. (laughs) What is that? Not right. Sorry. Why can't I got to get over this? I I do like Android. Android helps push my my preferred player (laughs) to new levels. Right. Right. Just like. Oh, I've I've seen that before. I've seen that, but mm-hmm. I have that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways, but yes, no, this was something where I was like, oh. Yeah, this Whoa. this was definitely eye-opening, um, just exciting thing. So Android, just a quick quick context. Android has, um, Google has this thing called the Google Assistant, which is, I mean, think of, think of Siri times, 100 times smarter, basically, version of Siri. We all kind of know, even as Apple fanboys, like Siri kind of is lacking. I mean, that's probably a nice way to put that. You know what? I'll Siri completely sucks. admit it. I, I admit it. It is lacking. <laughs> Siri can do just basic things sometimes. It's sometimes just like infuriating. So. <clears throat> uh, uh, okay, just quick tangent. And I just want to get back to this. For everybody who, who has Apple... All right, and you really want to test out Siri? Mm-hmm. Get the AirPods mm-hmm. and use Siri only to control everything. <laughs> Get ready it's, for it's frustration. Actually, it's actually been the the closest thing to like. Okay, this is what it's like to have Siri as a true assistant. Siri, turn the volume up. Siri, turn the volume down. Like stuff like that, mm-hmm. it will do that for you. Okay, like so. Once again, if there's anything that you want to actually try to test out what Siri's limitations mm-hmm. are, try that. Now, that being said, I'm completely fully aware that Google is, like, it's chomping on the bit towards Alexa and stuff like that. Right? Oh, yeah. I mean, this, I I see this as just a, you know, oh, you guys got to get this little Siri thing going here. Well, let's, let's, let me show you what Google, um, what Google can do. Let me show you what the Google Assistant really, where it really shines. And so, and and part of that, okay, so again, I think this goes back to the different ideologies of the companies. Google is, you know, you are the customer. Or, you, no, sorry, you're not the customer with Google. The customer is the people they sell the data to, right? <laughs> yeah. you, are the, you, you are the product. And so they, they know everything about you. They know your Gmail. They know... They know all your emails, what you've written. They know your texts if you use it. Anything that you use Google services for, they know. Apple, on the other hand, goes out of their way to be a more security-conscious, privacy-conscious company. And that, I think, is limiting Siri massively. Yeah. And it's it's hard. I think it's hard to find a balance for, for Apple 
to not only honor the, you know, the privacy commitments they made, but also, you know, how do you make Siri more useful? So before we go into that, though, I think we'll, I hope, I hope we'll have a response, a proper response from Apple this, you know, in June when they talk about iOS 12. I hope Siri upgrades or something and not just like, oh, we've added, you know, we've added cricket to, to Siri. Okay, cool. But like, hey, let's make it really some really super useful features. Not, I, I I would agree. I would be hopeful. I'm not. I'm not planning on it. I'm not either. But one can one can help, can't one can they? Hope. Yeah. All right. So Google, going back here, Google Assistant. Um, they've got some new powers. So well, let's 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 just listen to it. Yeah, no, we're gonna we're gonna play a video. Uh, this is Sundar the CEO of Google talking about the the new assistant and some of the capabilities that it can do. So So let's go back to this example. Let's say you want to ask Google to make you a haircut appointment on Tuesday between 10 and noon. What happens is the Google assistant makes the call seamlessly in the background for you. So what you're going to hear is the Google Assistant actually calling a real salon to schedule the appointment for you. Let's listen. So how can I help you? Hi, I'm calling to book a women's haircut for a client. Um, I'm looking for something on May 3rd. Sure, give me one second. Mm-hmm. Sure, what time are you looking for around? At 12 p.m. We do not have a 12 p.m. available. The closest we have to that is a 1.15. Do you have anything between 10 a.m. and uh, 12 p.m.? Depending on what service she would like. What service is she looking for? Just a woman's haircut for now. Okay, we have a 10 o'clock. 10 a.m. is fine. Okay, what's her first name? The first name is Lisa. Okay, perfect. So I will see Lisa at 10 o'clock on May 3rd. Okay, great. Thanks. Great. Have a great day. Bye. So let's... Okay, that just blew my mind when I saw that. That... It's it's pretty cool stuff. (laughs) Um, Yeah, right? Just... uh... Okay. All right. There's so much to unpack there. And AI just said, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) mm-hmm... Did you hear that? It said, mm-hmm. And then I've pe- learned to be affirmative. <laughs> and people just were just went wild cheering for it. Cause, we're all right. So they've done some... I mean, that... Okay. Let's unpack it. Sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm so... I, 50 years from now, they're going to be like... And people were cheering for the robot to get smarter and smarter. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And now look at these fools. <laughs> um, so Google, Google assistance. All right, let's keep it. Come on, Peter. Let's keep it on track here. Um, so they're, they've developed over the last couple of years, they've developed a, a system they call Google Duplex. So which is basically able to carry out sophisticated conversations fully autonomously. And this is where, this is where the, the real power of this thing is like, like the example was, hey, 
Schedule an appointment for me, Google Assistant. Right. Okay. Traditionally, what you would say is, or what you would expect or Siri would probably do, is say, hey, you want an appointment? I'll remind you to schedule an appointment. And it'll just put a stupid reminder on your phone. That's it. This is like, no, I'll actually call the haircut place or whatever, the restaurant right. or whatever it is, talk to a human, sound like a human, and get that reservation, and then basically confirm to you that it's been done. I mean, they're really putting the the assistant in Google Assistant. Right. It's, <clears throat> which, uh, you know, well, I'll just piggyback on one thing on this that should be noted is with this AI, there there was another section that, that ties into this where not only can you tell, let's say, the Google Assistant to do something or Google to do something, but you can, you can also, you could say like, hey, Google, tell me about the the score from the game last night and also tell me about the weather that's upcoming for yeah yeah and it's called, called what do they call it continuous question or something anyways it's it's harder for an ai to do two things versus just one right right and so but that's what they've been working on and so now it can do this so now you couple that with something like this this is where you're starting to get some i, I mean I, I truly feel like I mean, we're we're get, we're talking about telling something, multiple different things, and mm-hmm. it's going to do those multiple different things, and this is not a human. Mm-hmm. Like it, that to me, that sounds more and more like a true assistant. Yeah, that that's exactly that's exactly the point because that's I mean that's really what an assistant's job would be, anyways, right? Hey, you know, you're my executive assistant. I need you to do this, this, and this, and this, and that. Oh, and pick up my dry cleaning, right? Right, yeah. Google won't do that yet. But no. <laughs> but you can see that, you know, they're really they're really trying to have Google Assistant be kind of that um intermediate intermediary in your life. So it's not just you know, you making the the call to the haircut appointment, right? That's easy. Right. That's not too hard for us to do. But if this AI can do it, why would you do it? Right. You don't have to anymore. And I know like online booking is something too, but you know, not every it's kind of frustrating too with online booking. Some things some systems are easy to to book, some some are not. And it's like, well, sometimes it's just easiest to talk uh with a person. I will say this. It would be nice to have a system like you could you could or somebody tell somebody or tell tell an assistant, Hey, um I mean just well think about this. If this thing can scan data and stuff like that, find me book me a flight when the ticket price gets below this price. Oh yeah. Or or you know, next mm-hmm. next year or Siri in six months, uh, book me a hotel for for May fifteenth, my I mean, which is like my anniversary, mm-hmm. whatever. But like you know, something like that, mm-hmm. um, so that it's so yeah, you it's ready to go. You can literally take a lot of the the research that you would normally do 
out of the equation. Just let it do do it for you. Which right. <laughs> I okay. That's one side of things. So that's like the super exciting, like I'd love to have this feature. And I think it's coming to the system here in the summer. There's probably some of the features that are available right now that you can turn on, but um the thought that the first thought so the first thought that I had when hearing that it was like, wow, that's incredible. I mean, that sounds like a human being. Like Yeah. It, you it, you could it, tell it's, there's it's like, the closest thing it seemed. It sounds like the closest thing to Sally yeah. down the street. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I was like, oh wow, that sounds exactly like you know, a mid twenties woman, right? That was the the assistant. And they have a bunch of other voices. John Legend is actually recording. Yeah, I will say that though. That might get <laughs> pretty that. pretty that might become a thing though, like Yeah. Oh John Legend just called the business and booked a ho. Right. Booked a uh it's not really John Legend actually. Yeah. But my second thought after like processing that a little bit, I'm like now you've got a human talking to a machine. Right. And not just like typing to a machine, but actually talking to a machine. And, you know, what What are the rules for that, I guess? We haven't, we haven't really defined, you know, as a society what that should look like. Would you agree? So... So what you're saying is this is going to be all uncharted, uncharted territory. Oh, absolutely. This or, is... Uh, <laughs> this is sorry. so... I'm just trying to think like like legal stuff. Then I go to like, oh, and Trump's like, hey, Google, t- tweet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Google, tell my followers that... <laughs> We're announcing this new law, yeah, or something, you know. So weird. <laughs> um, the, the AI screwed up. Well, whose fault is that? Is that your fault? Is that the uh, exactly? That's, that's a good point. Okay, exactly. Let's say, and and you know, this assistant, uh, they have they have ways that it kind of. They, I mean, they, it's like a gracious failure, for example, where you know if it can't understand the person on the other side, or like. It's not able to figure out with with the network like what how to phrase the request. Um, there's a way that the human can basically just jump back on the call, um, and that human can actually complete that that task, whatever that task is. But in the same sense, like, well, I'm the human on the other end, right? What am I supposed to do, right? Is there? I mean, you're going to definitely want to treat that AI as a, you're going to be, you're going to try to be nice, you know, be courteous, but does that AI need to do, I mean, you know, you know what I'm saying? Does the AI need to tell you, Hey, this is a, this is an AI calling. (laughs) I I don't think that I'm okay with it. Not for now. I'm okay with it. Not too, but at the same sense, it's like, where's the liability? (laughs) You know what I mean? Where does the live? No, seriously, like where does the liability fall? You know, I'm just if something to, gets, I'm just trying to imagine a, a vendor getting like super ticked off at this person on the call, <laughs> and start hurling insults. And the AI saying, 
I feel nothing. <laughs> <laughs> the human form is limiting. <laughs> Sticks and nothing, stones sir. may break <laughs> my bones. No. Um. But I'm in the cloud and you'll never find me. <laughs> That's perfect. That's perfect. Um, do, but do you know what I mean? Okay, the the liability thing, it's like, if something gets, you know, an appointment gets scheduled the wrong way or something like that, or doesn't get scheduled in the right way, who's responsible? Who's liable? Well, I mean, there's, there's, I, yeah. Oh, trust me, this, this, this is new stuff. This is totally <laughs> going to happen, this right? Is, yeah. <laughs> like, like I said, like, who should be using this thing? Probably people who can afford the mistakes. Yeah. So, uh. What do you mean by, I mean, yeah, just, like I said, I don't think major decisions are going to be made through Google Assistant or something like that, but, I mean, yeah. let's just be real about that. So, yeah, um, uh, I will say this, to kind of wrap wrap everything, because, like you said, AI comes comes into all of this. We will have to see. Mm-hmm. Um, I was reminded by Philip DeFranco uh, on on YouTube that he said, you know, I am want to be very excited for this. Even Sundar as seems to have stated somewhere, and I don't even know where, but I'll just take his word for it, that this turned out better than some of the other tests, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Totally, yep. Which makes sense. It's learning. I mean, yeah. you know, whatever. So we'll have to see. Additionally, this is... Yeah, I... There's a part of me that thinks that we could see some of the stuff that was talked about today, and in the summer, it's just dead. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you got to remember, or not as interesting all, as it all was these anymore, major guys, right? even the guys that we like at Apple, they've all had things that just didn't maybe seem to work out the way yeah. that they thought they would. Yeah. Uh, Google Glass, <laughs> boy, that was going to make the world a better place. Oh yeah. People just thought it made the world a more creepy place, <laughs> and uh, that died pretty quickly. It, yeah, yeah, actually. So, I mean, are you saying so, it? You, okay, is this a gimmick, or is this is this something that uh, there's a part of me that would recognize that he did not? Well, okay, I didn't see the whole thing, the whole thing, whole thing. Like so, the two and a half hour thing. I did right? not watch the two and a half hour mm-hmm. thing completely. So I'm going to be mm-hmm. very clear on that. I watched a good portion of it, but I didn't see the whole thing. So mm-hmm. I don't know if during that section there was another snippet he did. There but was. This just, but this seems to be the only one that people are talking yeah, about. Yeah, there was one where he called a restaurant that um, they, wanted a, a, they wanted to reserve a table for four. The restaurant's policy okay. was we start at five. And so. The way the AI interacted in that call was actually pretty good too. There were some failures, and and by failures meaning like it couldn't accomplish the task per se, right? But um, because the task is not something that the restaurant can accommodate, can it do right? Um, but it actually it actually failed in a in a pretty gracious way, I would say. And the reason the reason they're doing that is because they're actually using you know in in, in machine learning lingo it's they're they're calling it they call it supervised training so Mm. they're using real-time supervised training meaning there's a human behind 
this or a bunch of humans behind this whole thing, as they listen to these phone calls, they're able to train the AI to respond. Basically, that was a great response. Here's one pixel for you. I, can't, I, <laughs> I don't I know can't. How, how do you reward an AI? Well, you know no, I, mean? I just can't. I just can't help with the with the with the slightly joke stuff. It's um, yeah. That's just how that's how it works. It's it's uh, supervised training. Uh, I want to get. I think I had to give you this Google AI a name, not Google, but something else. Which, by the way, now I think about, hey Google, hey Google, that's a really good, uh, that's a really good branding thing. Anyways, yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. So there, there's, there's some of that, there's some of that going on there. So, um, but basically, that's, I mean, that's really where. We're gonna find out. Is this is this something that that's gonna be popular? Is this something that people are gonna to want to use actually? Because we've been making this push towards you don't need to call anybody anymore. You don't need to eat. You know everything is in an app. Everything is you know text conversational, right? But now it's like, well, Google's actually calling somebody. It's cool for sure. It's really cool kind of goes against the grain of a lot of stuff that's been going on though lately right like you said we'll have to see just trying to imagine being the supervisor um yeah 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 google i'm tra- i'm training google right now yeah eight months later honey google's remembering everything <laughs> a year later google google has seems- <laughs> People say some weird stuff, honey. <laughs> oh yeah, right. I'm just talking about like the machine continuing to learn. And yeah, like, it it's not a human, so it doesn't exactly make yeah. tons of mistakes. Anyways, yeah. Um, one quick shout out before we wrap things up. If you want to learn more about machine learning, we talked a lot about it in the episode. There's a really good podcast that I, I really want to suggest. Yes. So it gets a little techy, but it's really really interesting. It's it's called Machine Learning Guide by OC Devel. Actually, one of our listeners uh, suggested this to me. Um, OC Devel, D-E-V-E-L. If you look that up on your um, podcast player, you could find it there. Um, definitely get that a check out. And we are, again, we're super glad that you're joining us in this conversation. Uh, you can listen to us. Uh, check us out, check out, our, check out our podcast uh, website at futurebreak.net. We're on Twitter at futurebreakpod. Facebook. Where else can you find us, Peter? Yes, you can find us on your favorite podcast player. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, other CastBox listeners. And uh, just, I don't know, wherever you like to listen to podcasts. Absolutely. My favorite one is Overcast. That's a really good one, yeah. That's a really good one. Definitely also check us out on Discord. Again, discord.gg slash futurebreak. We'll keep things moving along there. And as for now, have a magical day. Cheers. Cheers.